I read from Luke 1, verses 39 through 45. In those days, Mary set out and went with haste to a Judean town in the hill country, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child in her womb leaped. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this happened to me, that the mother of my Lord comes to me? For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leaped for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken by the Lord. Group singing is rapidly being a lost art. If you were in the World War II generation, you may remember sing-alongs at a piano in someone's living room or a church fellowship hall. There are just four occasions outside the hymn singing in church when we typically consent to remove the earbuds, stow the smartphone, and join others to sing. The first is a solemn observant singing the national anthem together at a sporting event or community gathering. The second is during a baseball game when the, during the seventh inning stretch, we all stand and sing, take me out to the ball game. The third happens at the stroke of midnight on New Year's Eve. Although Scott's dialect of Auld Lang Syne is incomprehensible in modern English speakers, most partygoers cheerfully mumble their way through. I'm told that champagne helps. The fourth event is singing happy birthday to you just before the guest of honor blows out the candles on the cake. Uh, they no longer put enough candles on my cake. Happy For quite some time, that couldn't happen in restaurants, which is why they made up their own cheerful, often irritating, hand-clapping ditties. The song was still, was still under copyright then, but now that it's in public domain, Happy birthday to you is bigger event than ever. Unfortunately, most of those restaurants still use their irritating ditties. Speaking of birthdays, 
I want to read to you a piece written by George Carlin. Don't worry, this is not one of his nightclub raunchy pieces. Do you realize that the only time in our lives when we like to get old is when we're kids? If we're less than 10 years old, you're so excited about aging, you think in fractions. How old are you? I'm four and a half. You're never 36 and a half. You're four and a half. Going on five, that's the key. You get into your teens. Now they can't hold you back. You jump to the next number or even a few ahead. How old are you? I'm going on 16. Now you may be only 13, but hey, you're going to be 16. Then the greatest day of your life, you become 21. Even the words sound like a ceremony. You become 21, yes. But then you turn 30. What happened there? Makes it sound like sour milk. You turned. We had to throw him out. There's no fun now. You're just a sour dumpling. What's wrong? What changed? You become 21, you turn 30, and then you're pushing 40. Whoa, put on the brakes. It's all slipping away. Before you know it, you reach 50 and your dreams are gone. But wait. You make it to 60. You didn't think you would. So you become 21, turn 30, purse 40, reach 50, and make it to 60. You've built up so much speed that you hit 70. After that, it's a day-by-day -day thing. <laughs> you hit Wednesday. You get into your 80s, and every day is a complete cycle. You hit lunch, you turn 4.30, you reach bedtime, and it doesn't end there. Into the 90s, you start going backwards. I was just 92. Then a strange thing happens. If you make it to 100, you become a little kid again. I'm a hundred and a half. May you all make it to a hundred and a half. Well, back to happy birthday song. There's something very personal about singing happy birthday to you. Like the other numbers of our limited national songbook, this is the only one directed to a particular individual. It's personal even if not everyone knows the person whose name is inserted at the end of the song. But usually, you know the person very well. We do observe birthdays of some people that we don't know personally. 
because we get a day off from work and receive no mail or on birthday celebrations for George Washington and Abraham Lincoln and Martin Luther King Jr. Otherwise, we probably wouldn't remember what day their birthday was each year. In fact, we celebrate them on Monday and it's not usually on their birthday. The other big publicly birthday celebration, of course, is Christmas. The irony here is that nobody knows when Jesus' real birthday is. December 25th was chosen by the early church several generations later as a way to blunt the impact of the Roman winter solstice celebrations as pagans celebrated the coming of the S-U-N, Christians celebrated the coming of the S-O-N. Was the birth of that son a burden? People who were there at the true birthday of Jesus, whenever it was, knew him well indeed. The only family were Mary and Joseph. The various others showed up. Hard-living shepherds were tipped off by an army of angels, and they came down from the high pasture lands. According to Matthew, bewildered astrologers followed a star from the east, but the scene in Bethlehem's stable was astonishingly low-key and intimate, considering that his birthday, this birthday boy, is the savior of the world. There was a birthday song, but it wasn't happy birthday to you. It was glory to God in the highest. How do Mary and Joseph receive this child? Is this birth a joyous celebration or a burden? We want to think that it was a joyous celebration, but there were indeed some things to ponder. According to custom, Joseph should have broken the engagement. And Mary, being a teenage unwed mother, should have been banished at least or stoned to death at the worst. The angel came to Mary and Joseph, gave them some heavy information to think about. Not every birthday is cause for joy. So you're an impoverished woman and you learn that child number five is on the way. And yet, even then, the mother puts worry aside and marvels at the gift of new life cradled in her arms. Birthdays, of course, are not only an acknowledgement of who we are, they're also unmistakable signs of the passage of time. Many of us are not happy about growing older or even growing old. How many times have you heard, or even said yourself, growing old is not for sissies, sissies, or growing old is not fun? Then too many birthdays remind us that life on this earth is not forever. 
I do not commit, consider myself old, but I'm beginning to lose classmates and friends. They must have been old, not me. Mary dwells on the joy. As Mary visits her cousin Elizabeth, she sings her own birthday song. It's an anthem to God's triumph. This is not without its dark themes. There's the scratching of the proud and the fall of kings in her song. What a burden she has to bear. Yet what a blessing she realizes in the midst of it all. Fortunately, Mary has somewhere to go. It's a place where she can be assured of a warm welcome. Whatever her neighbors in Nazareth may be whispering about her, she knows that she and Elizabeth will have much to talk about. Elizabeth receives her with the warmest possible greeting, blessed are you. It's not the sort of thing people personally say to an unmarried teenage mother-to-be. They would be saying, cursed are you to have brought such a fate down upon yourself and your family. Elizabeth even treats Mary as her superior. Mary passed child, no, Elizabeth passed childbearing age and most likely Mary was still a teenager. So despite their age, she considers Mary her social superior and the scandalous situation of her pregnancy is overlooked. Elizabeth knows who Mary's unborn child is. Between them, they know the roles of Jesus and John will have, and they know why they will change the world. Advent is to help us glimpse God's promise. Unfortunately, it's easier to see the things of the world is found of, fond of seeing uh, this time of year. Instead, let's enjoy being with family and friends. Sharing the joy and giving the re and receiving gifts brings to us. Singing and hearing carols like, Oh, come all ye faithful, joy to the world and silent night. There are two ways of being sidetracked by the secular Christmas giving in completely to the shallow approach, and secondly, investing our energy so much and fighting it that we lose track of what Christmas is all about. Barbara Brown Taylor is one of the best contemporary American preachers. She has this to say about what traces of God we can glimpse in the world around us if we will just be observant. The same pattern, she says, of rebirth that is learned in baptism should be in everything from bathing to watering plants. 
the same pattern of relationship that I learned in communion was available in every meal eaten mindfully. The laying on of hands took place as I held a crying baby or rubbed the shoulders of a tired friend. With a little oil, I could even offer the sacrament of a pretty good message. What I walked, when I walked outside and looked at smoking compost heap, I saw a sacrament of death turning into life. When I used my little bottle of whiteout to correct a mistake, I remembered the errors that did not have to be permanent. Everywhere I turned, the world was leaking light. All that was required apparently was my willingness to walk through the world aware of God's presence, ready to hold ordinary things up to heaven with my own hands so that I and anyone else who was interested could see the holiness in them. Even the soiled and broken things that were just waiting for someone to come along and love them. I learned this part from Jesus. Following the leader, I take the very ordinary stuff of my life into my very human hands. I bless it, break it so the light comes out, and when I offer it back to God, who nine times out of ten says, thanks, but you can have it. I made it all for you. In the words of Luke, Blessed are you, O Mary, who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken by the Lord. Blessed are you as well. If you walk through these final days of Advent with eyes wide open to the signs of God's presence and God's promise all around. Amen.